the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, the media. To watch the ongoing media propaganda, it's like watching Pravda. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. We needed to speak up as a church about some of these issues that we're facing in the nation. Because heterosexuality is God's good intention and design. Parents are a little bit too complacent sometimes about, oh, how bad could it be? It's very bad. It's bigger than most people realize. And it's basically sexualizing children, that's what it is. Because you can't be truly conservative and be advocating for so-called rights on the basis of what God says is a sin. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles on worldnetdaily.com, wnd.com, where I am a frequent columnist, on lifesitenews.com, on barbwire.com, Wire.com and elsewhere out on the web, and be sure to order my book, written especially for teens, and it's called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality, and you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Do you know why homosexuality and the agenda behind it are a threat to children? Seriously, I don't know how much time and attention you give this, but I want to highlight some of the deeper background on this that gets passed over most of the time today, or worse, if you dare to bring it up, which of course I do, it gets violent pushback by the LGBT crowd and their allies. And since this is what I focus on much of the time, I of course get nasty emails and phone calls, and they are so sad. These people seem willing to defend just about anything as long as it allows them to continue their sin. That's the unfortunate truth I have come to believe and experienced over the years, so I don't engage with those who contact me very often anymore because it's just too frustrating how closed their minds are and how jaded and hard-hearted, really, these folks are about kids. That's what I am so concerned about, is the future of our kids. And of course, I'm not talking about all the people in this lifestyle, but those who take the time to send a nasty comment, still there's a veneer among most people involved in homosexuality or gender confusion that they won't put up a fuss when they see other homosexuals promoting vile material. 
Here's the thing that surfaces over and over and over, that when it comes to children and teens, the number one threat that everyone, everyone should be able to agree on, a risk to all our kids from this aggressive movement, is that there is little concern or appreciation, and in fact, often the opposite, for the simple, time-honored, God-ordained benefit of childhood wholesomeness and innocence. It's precious to see the uncorrupted eyes and mind of a little child. And keeping this as long as possible is a crucial aspect of developing into a caring, empathetic adult who isn't controlled at every turn by physical and fleshly desires. It's the best way to keep people from being users and abusers, becoming barbarians, frankly. And actually, there are more and more such people, unfortunately, today as our culture turns more and more to flesh and self-indulgence in every way. So yes, not every person involved in homosexuality or gender confusion uh, is interested sexually in children or young teens, but quite a few are more than they will admit, and I'll get to that in a moment. But virtually all have a reckless tolerance, if you will, for kids being exposed to sexually explicit pornographic images, movies, TV shows, music, and books, and exposed to such behavior among among the adults in their lives. They think it's funny sometimes when kids are observing this. And in fact, much of the time, it's a big joke when kids are a witness to their adult excesses and obscenity. They just don't have the respect and appreciation for letting kids be kids. I think it's part of the nature of being sexually lost themselves and doing things that God never intended. But one of the big influences that the homosexual movement has brought to America in a general sense is, frankly, to drag our culture into the gutter. And I'm serious about that. There was an article a few years back in one of the major newspapers. It was a long feature about writers in Hollywood. And one of the big points this article made indirectly, because to them it was a big joke, is that homosexuals who are writers and producers of sitcoms and so on, they have a goal quite often to write into them more sexually explicit material to push the envelope, even if children are watching because they wanted to do this and thought it was cool for everyone. This is spiritual darkness, and it's the darkness that people are in who want to do such things. It's pretty obvious, and as a former liberal, I can tell you there's a huge difference that comes into a person's life within your spirit when you become a believer compared to where you were before. The Holy Spirit sharpens your senses and your discernment of what is basically false, vulgar, evil, crude. You begin to recoil from those things. You start to respect your own humanity more. You respect that of others and the nature of true human dignity. And you begin to change even what you think is interesting or funny, what kind of language you tolerate or even speak, it's really the work of the Holy Spirit. It's hard to explain unless you've experienced it. So those who are lost, though, go in the opposite direction. And as the voice of the body of Christ 
becomes dimmer, as we know it is, unfortunately, folks, in our culture, these other influences start to take over. How much is tolerable to you? How much will you put up with? I want you to think about that. I think about this all the time, um, and I know most of you do. At the very least, we should be objecting where we can, especially where kids are involved. And at the same time, we need to stand up for keeping truth and goodness in front of our kids, including the options to, for those who are seduced into such feelings, to leave homosexuality behind. But the LGBT activists, there's an example of what they do. They want everyone to believe that there is widespread counseling abuse that hurts people, forces people to change, that no Christian could ever change, because of course, Jesus Christ is unable to change people, right? wrong. Uh, These are just lies upon more lies, all meant to close doors. None of the counselors I know have ever used methods of force or coercion. So the voices of homosexuality in our culture want to create a common sewer and at the same time block off all methods of escape from that sewer. So let's think about the innocence of children in another sense. It's now considered a crime, and I hope it continues, uh, officially a crime, to corrupt a child, to pander obscenity to kids. But unfortunately, that kind of action is being tolerated without criminal penalties everywhere you look. If you look at what the LGBT community does simply in an annual pride parade here in Columbus and elsewhere, their behavior and the floats and the messages and the signs and the people on the streets are vulgar and obscene. And at the same time, kids are everywhere. More and more in recent years. There's even a youth component to these parades now. And kids walk alongside adults all through the parade route. The homosexual clubs in the local middle and high schools are invited and they interact with all these adults. Yeah, that's becoming more and more common because no one is saying no. At school, what else do we start with? I mean, it just, there's so many things that are problematic in public schools. The books that school libraries don't simply keep back in a stack somewhere, but put on display. They feature these books during Ally Week in the fall, Gay History Month, the Day of Silence in April, and on it goes, whatever special day of sin celebration these activists can come up with. So many of these books are radically gross and pornographic. It just breaks your heart knowing that sixth and seventh graders will be reading them. One summer I sat with a stack of these kinds of books on my back deck. I had read about them so I knew what I was getting into um, and I, I read them even though I knew it was going to be very disturbing. And as I did so, I vacillated between anger and tears. It's so unfair to our kids. And we wonder then why so many of them are imploding. Perhaps here's a place to start. The hypersexualization in every direction of our culture and being told, oh, there's no way out. If you have any of these feelings, it's just how you're born. It's a dead end. It's hopelessness is what it is. 12 and 13 year old kids do not need to read detailed passages about homosexual sex and much more. If you haven't read these books, you would not believe 
how bad they are. They are laced virtually always with vulgar language coming out of the mouths of the kids, slams on Christianity, disrespect to females, to parents, and so much more. If these books had an aroma, they would reek of, well, the perfume of the sewer, if you know what I mean, the sewer that they come from. So the question is, this is the known and easy-to-see influence on kids of homosexual activists, their progressive supporters, and those who are capitalizing on this, and some are making money on these sensational aspects of all this, the movies, the books, and so on. So why can't we, as a culture, agree that the influence of this agenda is always bad for kids? just on the basis of what we can see alone. Forget the possible same-sex sexual corruption and direct molestation that we know is going on at an elevated level among these folks. Set that aside for now. I will get back to it. Just on the mental and cultural corruption aspect alone. Why are people not willing to get this and do something about it? like completely get these folks out of schools and away from kids. And now we have in some churches, quite a few churches, openly homosexual and gender-confused people being invited to interact with youth groups. It is surely breaking God's heart that we have so little concern and respect not only for our kids, but for God and his word. I have talked a lot in recent programs and articles also about the influence of the LGBT groups in creating a new low level of obscenity disguised as sex education in our schools. They will even disguise obscenity as abstinence sometimes. You really have to read between the lines. The big gay groups like GLSEN, the Human Rights Campaign, and others have put a lot of money and effort behind this. This isn't just us accusing them out of the blue. No, it's their position papers on this sex ed push are all on the internet to see. And of course, in recent years, this includes the transgender issue, urging kids to doubt their own biology, which is tremendously destabilizing for kids. I'm not going to get into all the sex ed details today. There's a lot on our website, and many of you have heard this before. So go to missionamerica.com and read up more on all of that if you would like to. But joining with Planned Parenthood and all the abortion providers, the big homosexual groups have put on a big push for taking the details taught to younger and younger kids to a new low, and it's only the diligence of many, many in a growing army of parents, and praise God for them in communities, this is the good news, who have been able to slow this assault down and in many communities stop it. We need more such armies. Are you being called today? Is there a tug on your heart to get involved? We will continue talking about the harm of the homosexual agenda to kids When we come back here on Mission America Radio, this is Linda Harvey. I hope you will stay with us. We'll be back right after these messages. Don't go away. 
Friends, I hope you will take advantage of all the resources we have made available on the MissionAmerica.com website. And we have a new feature for online donations for your convenience. We have so much that we've posted over the years on the subjects of homosexuality, abortion, the problem with gender confusion and the bathroom issue, and much, much more. Please go to MissionAmerica.com where you can now make your secure online donation. Thank you so much for your prayers and support. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to MissionAmerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we're talking today about the influence of the homosexual agenda on our kids. And it's a very deep and complex subject, and I'm trying to explore some of the nuances about why I say that, because, you know, you get pushback from the other side when you say that. And when I say, as I said in the past segment, that we need to get these people away from our kids and out of the schools, Of course, I don't mean anything involving any sort of physical confrontation of any kind. I want to make sure because I, you know, everything is easily misinterpreted or deliberately so. No, we need to stop hiring open and proud activist teachers who are homosexuals. And we need to get the homosexual activist groups out of our churches and out of our schools. We also ought to have a whole new generation of librarians who want to encourage wholesome and positive material that they put before our kids instead of outright trash and pornography. But let me get back to something even more basic than the activism and all of this. I want to share with you why I got into this issue to begin with. After I became a believer in the early 1990s and read and studied scripture and starting to see everything from a new worldview, and I could easily see, because if you're open to reading what's there, you see the clear condemnation of homosexual behavior in both the Old and New Testaments. And of course, there's always the hope of change too. Every sinner can change. And that is our constant hope that people who are ungodly now will not remain so. But anyway, it's right there in Scripture, as well as, of course, as I said, the divine ability of our God to change any sinner, to obliterate any sin from a person's desires. He can change what we want for those who really turn their lives over to him. Back even 20-some years ago, I had already, in my liberal social views, absorbed the idea that when people had homosexual feelings, of course, they had to be born that way. This is a very appealing idea, both for those who have those feelings, but also sometimes for those who don't. And I've heard Christians say things like this, frankly, that it safely compartmentalizes those feelings. You either have them or you don't. The problem is human nature doesn't behave that way, as we can see, and humans were created by God. And of course, then that's not what scripture says either. Old Testament, Leviticus 18.22, you shall not lie with a man as with a woman. It is an abomination. Nothing about even though it will be hard because some of you are born that way. No, it's treated as a behavior that potentially 
depending on circumstances, background, and attitude, anyone could engage in. Mm, sobering thought. In the New Testament, the Apostle Paul in Romans 1, 26 and 27 says this, Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lusts. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Unquote. It's a powerful image of bad human behavior, behavior that is gravely sinful and is out of control. And nowhere in these two passages, nor anywhere else in the Bible that ever says anything about homosexual desire, uh, does it ever say anything about them being inborn, nor are they ever part of a marriage or any other legitimate relationship in the Bible. So when I read and reread this 20 years ago, and then began to observe how so-called gay rights were being promoted in our culture as a born-that-way condition, I suddenly realized this was going to have a huge impact on all of America eventually, but it would be our kids who would really be impacted. Because if these desires are not inborn, and God made us and clearly knows that it is not, and it's common sense that it is not, then kids since they are so impressionable, can be influenced in a number of different ways toward a path of homosexuality. They can be influenced by people who sexually molest them, which brings on sexual confusion and an early and unwanted and coerced debut into sexual activity that is associated with many poor life outcomes. Kids that become sexually active early almost always have all kinds of other acting out behaviors, and it's not correlated with positive life goals and outcomes. And I believe that proportionally, those who identify as homosexual, bisexual, or being gender confused are much more likely both to have been sexually abused as minors, as many of my ex homosexual friends and colleagues will tell you all about. I have them on our show all the time. And also then to be willing as adults, if they keep going down this road, to have sexual contact with minors themselves. Again, it's not all, but these are people with few boundaries, so it makes, unfortunately, sense in their lives and for the way they behave. There are a couple of reasons that this horrible legacy keeps going and will accelerate as this behavior becomes more widely tolerated in our culture and parents and school officials are told there's nothing to be concerned about. Hmm. Well, one reason it's going to become more prevalent is the time-honored reason that groups like the Boy Scouts once prevented openly proud homosexuals from leading troops. And it's because of this, that among kids, same-sex interactions are necessary for instruction. Men teaching boys, women teaching girls. And sometimes those interactions become mentoring and they become close relationships. But if you bring an adult homosexual into that interaction, the access and the opportunities are greater for a close, intimate relationship and sexual contact, and it becomes much more possible with a child or teen. And then with homosexuality, there's no pregnancy. The possibility of 
or actual pregnancy is a natural check to opposite-sex molestation of young teen girls. It still happens, of course, but it always slows things down. And opposite-sex interactions, adult males and young teen girls, are often frowned upon because of that possibility. But uh, male children or young teen boys don't carry the risk of pregnancy, so are seen as an easier target, and girls as well, young girls, by women who are homosexuals. They're seen as an easier target, especially for those who have few sexual morals or boundaries, and we know that's the case with many people in this lifestyle, and they themselves were molested. So they have very complicated feelings and histories. So now with social media promoting and glamorizing these behaviors and many more kids who have very unstable homes, so much more vulnerable because of that, add to this obscenity and pornography, and you have a recipe for easy corruption of many more kids in many more ways, but same-sex corruption is the easiest. The only thing, friends, holding back this dam from bursting is the Judeo-Christian influence in our culture. It's the work of the Holy Spirit that has always been the light of sanity, peace, virtue, and love, and he is still fully able to hold all this back, keep us from self-destructing, and even turn it all around if we turn to him. Because remember, friends, with God, all things, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.